Hi, you're listening to the Abundant Encounters podcast, and this is Mary Marsingill. We're so honored to have you. And just quickly, before we get started, I wanted to remind you to rate this podcast and give positive reviews anywhere you're listening, Apple, Google, and others. Just talk about what you're experiencing, or especially any encounters that you felt like you had during an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could take five seconds right now to pray for our podcast and ministry to succeed. Five seconds might not sound like much, but we believe that our collective prayers will make a massive difference and protect and prosper these ministries' efforts to glorify and exalt Jesus. Our hope is simple, that people have real encounters with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Please join us now for just five seconds to pray. Thank you so much. Here's Josh. Thank you for joining us. Uh, This is Joshua Marsigill, and I'm so excited to have you here. God absolutely does love us, and He is very real. And... um, we are not just going to talk about him we're going to experience him if at all possible and uh, that's what the encounter podcast is about this is not a message it's a an experience we hope and so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god so we start with the scriptures and then we move into an activation do some teaching and then we go into the activation and within that activation we hope with all our heart, that you will meet with the very reality of God right there in your moment. And so I'll pray to get us started. Lord, come and have your way. In the name of Jesus, we just we just exalt you, Father God. We thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus, for all the access that you've given us to the Father that we are sons, that we are daughters, that we have an inheritance, we have a hope, we have a future. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for access. With the authority that has been given to me as a believer in Christ Jesus, I cancel every assignment against every listener right now in Jesus' name. I bind it up. And right now we lose heaven all around us, within us, above us, below us, behind us, in front of us, on either side. Lord, let your Holy Spirit just begin to saturate every listener in me. Use your servant, Lord. Come fill this space. And use this time Use this tool to bless your kids. Holy Spirit, come. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Some of you are feeling him. It's very important to consider that God actually created emotions in uh, all of our senses and uh, while they can be perverted he's not going to do that so we can trust him 
We can trust Him with what He's created. We can trust Him with our hearts, with our emotions. And so just begin to know that and, and push towards experiencing those things. Even if you've been told not to in the past or not to trust your emotions, God, remember God made them. He loves them. He thought it would be a good idea. One of the things I love about this ministry is that we're not trying to tell you what to believe or uh, whether you need to be this denomination or that denomination. Um, you are responsible for your own uh, theology within this within this uh, podcast and this offering. It's it's not our responsibility. It's yours, and. Um, Experiencing God is going to enhance your your uh, theology in every way because God is real. And, and theology actually means your idea of God. And so, of course, your, your theology becomes your theology. You become the adult, the owner of that theology. because God is real. So if you're not experiencing Him in a real, tangible way, in some way that makes sense to you, then you're not encountering Him. And of course we're going we're gonna to follow these. The faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. You're gonna, your ears are going to open. Your faith is going to increase. And um, we believe that with that faith, very real encounters can come. So we thank you for joining us. We thank you for bringing your hunger, your desire for God. There's nothing I can do for you. But your openness to God throughout this time. That is it. That's all that it takes. It doesn't take anything else. You don't have to be open to me. You don't have to be open to this music or anything else. But be open to the Lord. He is so effective. And He uses people like me. He uses people to move through. But He's the only one that you have to trust. And I just want to, I feel like I'm encouraging someone right now. So I pray that speaks to you. And that solves any resistance that you may have held on to. And Holy Spirit, go and touch that person right now in Jesus' name. We just ask that you do that because... That would encourage them. Bless them. We're going to be reading in Hebrews chapter 2 from one of my favorite translations, the Mira Bible. They have an app, and I highly recommend you go and download that app. I love the Mira Bible, but sometimes it's so sharp, it just catches me off guard. And if it does that to you, I would recommend that you allow it to um, you know, kind of provoke you, but in a good way. It's very poetic, and, um, and you know, you're kind of missing out if you're not reading the commentary because there's so much um, emphasis on the original manuscripts and the original languages. 
And so I do recommend downloading the app, um, the Mirror Bible app, which is really, really helpful. And let's get started in Hebrews 2. I have said all this to help you realize the timeless relevance of the message you have heard. Constantly engage its mirror meaning, and thus you will never drift away from its influence and appeal. The words which God spoke through prophetic messengers were not to be taken lightly, considering the fact that the many and various ways in which God spoke to our fathers did not compromise the initial intention and resolve of God. Neither did the prophetic announcement distract from the ultimate conclusion of the word realized in the Son of God. The prophetic word stands above reproach in every way. The same source is confirmed in our hearing today and is to be judged in the same integrity. No one can afford to underestimate and be blasé about this final message. A salvation of such magnificent proportions. There is no alternative escape. Salvation, as it is articulated in Christ, is the message that God spoke from the beginning. And it was confirmed again and again by those who heard him. The delightful resolve of God in every sign, miracle, and diffusion of Holy Spirit bear joint testimony to the magnificence of the salvation. God never intended to put celestial messengers in charge of this new world order that we are speaking of. Somewhere in the scriptures it is written, what is it about the human species that God cannot get them out of his mind? What does he see in the Son of Man that so captivates his gaze? It seems that man briefly descends to a less elevated place than Elohim, yet he is crowned with God's own glory and dignity, and appointed in a position of authority over all the works of his hands. God's intention was that human life should rule the planet. He subjected everything without exception to his control. Yet looking at the human race, it does not seem that way at all. But what is apparent is Jesus. Let us then consider him in such a way that we may clearly perceive what God is saying to mankind in him. In the death he suffered, he briefly descended to a seemingly less elevated place than Elohim. In order to taste the death of the entire human race and in doing so to fulfill the grace of God and be crowned again with glory and highly esteemed honor. He towers in conspicuous prominence far above all things. He is both their author and their conclusion. All things exist in him and through him. He now triumphantly leads everyone as sons to glory through a perfect salvation the extent of the suffering he bore is a measure of the perfection of the salvation over which he presides. Because both he who carried out the rescue mission 
as well as those whom he saved and restored to innocence, originate from the same source. Therefore he is not ashamed to introduce each and every individual as his siblings. He says, I will reveal your name to my brothers as being their own. In this great family reunion, I will celebrate you in song. I will rest my confident trust in him. I am surrounded by the children which God has given me. I am one of them. The fact that the children are flesh and blood beings by design explains the incarnation. In the genius of God, the Word was always destined to become flesh. He lived and died in a body as fully human as ours. Dying our death was his doorway into our deepest fears. He thus disengaged the dominion of the death that trapped the human race in a fallen mindset. As a fellow human, he redefined death and delivered them from the lifelong dread of death. This is why it is so relevant to understand that Jesus did not arrive on the planet in a celestial form. He is the seed of Abraham. He therefore completely assimilated every detail of his human family so that, as chief priest standing face to face before God, his compassion and unwavering faith would prevail effectively over the lies that they believed about themselves, having fully accomplished their atonement. He experienced mankind's temptation with the same intensity and under the same scrutiny, and powerfully represents them with immediate effect. Can you believe how powerfully this uh, the this book Hebrews is explaining? Like you've got it all, all of it belongs to us. It is so much. I mean, it's just, and he understood almost, and that's why it had to be written out. It had to be explained in detail. It's like you're not going to believe how good this news is. It's just. Just realize that everything has been accomplished. It has been completely accomplished. I love the the point Francois Dutoit explains from the ancient uh, Greek um, or manuscripts. He says that uh, it's it means we're from the same womb. Like what Jesus has done has created this rebirth within us that comes straight from the same womb. We are brothers and sisters with, with Jesus. He is lifting you so high. This isn't about your ego. This is about your position. And, uh, you know, and I say that because I don't want you to be concerned about Oh, I'm, I'm going to get a big head about things. That's just not, it's not relevant. You're part of the 
family and so is that person next to you and so is that other person next to you and anyone you've ever been around and so your elevated understanding of who you truly are is priority number one for the author of Hebrews like they need to know how good this is how incredibly effective our savior has saved us There's nothing that you can do to achieve the things that God has already achieved through Jesus Christ, His Son. And so put it away, all of your efforts, all of your toil, and begin to enter this rest that has been provided because you are truly a son and daughter of God. You are the one with the ears, with the eyes that see, the ears that hear. You're a child of a very real and living God, just like Jesus was. Jesus didn't have a fake God. Jesus didn't have a God that that only he could understand. He went out and prayed for people, and they experienced him. They experienced the reality. They were healed. They were delivered. They felt him. They felt peace. They felt joy. They experienced wholeness and delight and not just any delight but the delight coming from heaven towards them this isn't who everybody expected i mean he made wine at a at a wedding you know he was unpredictable in his approach to healing he was non-religious in the sense that that religion had taken over the Pharisees lives form had taken precedence over relationship it's the reality of God the reality of our absolute inclusion This is a very black and white uh, text. It's very, this is the way it is. But rather than exclude anyone, it's including everyone. You know, in in our heart about us and about God and about others, it's almost like we have two two hangout spots. Let's let's just imagine it's like a house or whatever, you know, and uh, it's and like in one one hangout spot or room, there's a um, you know there's there's the honeymoon experience that we have either either with ourselves or with anyone and we just everything we notice that we love about us or anyone is in this room and it's just filling the place and when we go and we think on these things we get really excited and our value grows and unfortunately we also have another room and that room is everything negative. Uh, 
all the little times where if it's ourself you know where we let ourselves down or where the person has let us down and if we spend time in there then we get really discouraged and uh, dismayed and and so so love chooses which room to be in and one of the things that can help you choose is understanding that you can decide which room you want to hang out in and sometimes it's that simple just being aware enough to decide which room you want to hang out in So you do have nice things to say about you, and maybe it's been a while since you've heard them. Maybe you're full of confidence, and um, you don't need that. Maybe you're thinking, but there is someone that I don't feel very happy with right now. And it's these are normal experiences, but consider the rooms where you can hang out the spaces that you can occupy about this person the things you've built within your life about them that's what relationship does is it begins to uh, build structures within us Jesus said you know that I, I go away and I, I'm building a mansion <laughs> for, for you you know to look forward to He's constructing, he's building, he's still in relationship with you. He's still um, just absolutely constructing this amazing, uh, you know, just connection to you in every place within him. He's spending time considering you all the time. His thoughts of you are wildly infinite. There are just so many. He's in intercession for us and he's not choosing the the negative version of you. He's thinking Hebrews too about you. We are brothers or sisters from the same womb. We are you know, we are the future of mankind. We have so much hope. Maybe you've been disillusioned about yourself or another for quite some time and, and just forgiveness and all this, uh, these other things, they just haven't worked and they haven't allowed you to be free. I believe in forgiveness. You've probably picked that up so much from this podcast. I go into it all the time because it's, nothing has helped me more than that. And I watch it time and time help other people in sessions. It's so supernatural. It's so powerful. The devil never sees it coming. He didn't even see it coming when it was Jesus doing it. And it absolutely destroyed him. It was the most powerful weapon. So I believe in it. But sometimes we're so stuck in this 
hangout, this negative hangout when it comes to a person or when it comes to ourselves that we cannot move from that place to the place where we've actually, you know, inscribed and spent so much time defining the, the, the positive attributes of this person. And so I, what I want to do for an activation is just invite the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. If you can, uh, lay on the floor or just, you know, back in your chair. Or if you're exercising, you don't have to stop. Just, just really, really tune out your environment and uh, begin to just let everything relax, if possible. And of course, not while you're driving. <laughs> you know, and that's still possible to relax while you're doing that. But um, you can begin to tell your body to relax. Uh, start with your feet, your your legs, and torso and arms just begin to relax peace 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 be still peace be still let peace just begin to saturate your body feel peace and every part of your body in your neck and your forehead and your face your mouth, your mind, and your your throat, your head, your neck, your shoulders. And begin to invite the Holy Spirit. He's a, he dwells in the temple. He's there with you now. He's never left. And But we invite him because we want to become more aware. So we invite you, Holy Spirit. Help make us aware of you right here with us. And what what this is, is this just a chance for you to confess, like, Holy Spirit, I've had a lot of trouble moving from this negative structure that I've built that has all these prepared speeches and negative remarks about me or about someone. And I've, I've just not been able to move into the room where I have a structure, the hangout where I have a structure and I've made all these positive statements and all this positive attributes are known to me about myself or about someone else. And then I want you to ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, will you move me from the negative structure to the positive structure.
and begin to see the Holy Spirit guiding you if you if you want it could be down a hallway he could uh, there may even be a, a massive wall that you come to and uh, in fact go ahead and imagine a wall especially if you've had a lot of trouble with this then just imagine a wall and ask Holy Spirit Holy Spirit is it safe to take down this wall? And then if he says no, you just trust him and that's okay. If he says yes, then ask for a tool to take that wall down. For some of you, you may really feel like this is a very daring thing to do. You're daring to love. I want to remind you, you're daring to love. So be courageous. And uh, go ahead and look back at that wall now. And um, if it's still standing there, then begin to take whatever tool you may have received from the Holy Spirit. and. It could be anything. It could be, uh, you know, air <laughs> or a hammer. It could be anything. A jackhammer. And um, so just begin to use whatever tool it is. And there may be some real significance there in the symbolism. So take note, but utilize it to begin to remove that wall Ask the Holy Spirit to join you. Just begin to take that wall down together. Take your time, and if you really feel like the wall will not be removed or not all the way removed then ask the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit how can I forgive or tell me who I need to forgive or is there anyone I need to forgive from my past or begin to forgive them and release them and bless them those are the three steps I always take in forgiveness forgive release bless release from the judgments that you've made about them like if they like that they're awful or whatever release them from that bless them bless them is about imagining with your heart them being blessed like really blessed like doing better than you and currently are kind of thing, like just radically blessed, loved, fulfilled. It's in that you're moving from your head to your heart, your forgiveness. Begin to look around and look back at the wall and see if see what has been accomplished and 
ask the Holy Spirit for help in taking anything left down or removing it. If the wall has been removed, then then uh, look past it and look and to see what you're looking at. Maybe you can move on into the room of positive attributes for this person or for yourself. So you can do that now. Ask the Holy Spirit to sit with you and remind you the scripture says the Holy Spirit brings to remembrance in Romans and I'm gonna intentionally um, step out here and the point for the rest of this podcast is so that you can spend some time saturating yourself with the good things, the positive attributes that you know about yourself or about someone else. If this isn't the only room that you need to remove yourself from, and, you know, I mean, or sorry, this is the room you want to stay in, but if you want to remove yourself from a different room that you've spent too much time in lately, You can uh, go through this exercise again on your own. You kind of know the steps now. Or you can kind of rewind and and go back through it. Very helpful just to kind of take some time, have enough time to take, and then use that time to reposition yourself. You are amazing at doing stuff like this when you try to do it. We are built to be able to reframe the picture about ourselves and about others. I pray it blesses you.
today might be a big new day. Especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. AbundantEncounters.com The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.